chime, rise the chime. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Friday to everybody getting into the weekend here and a Christmas party even for the ticket this evening. So i uh, got to get my uh, Christmas outfit going. Are you, are you going tonight, Are you sick? guys going? I have an event i got to be at in Council Plus. Oh, you, that's right. I've heard some promotion for that. Yeah. What, what's that all about? Uh, give us a little promotion yourself. I, it's Circa Sports. Yeah, um, cool. I, gotta, I just got to go and meet and greet type people at Barley's and Council Bluffs. Rubbing some elbows there? Yeah, rub some elbows and um, that's, yeah, I committed to do that a few weeks ago. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Council Bluffs. How much yeah, time do you spend in Council Bluffs not much, every year? But I did look it up where it is and it's it's right on that. It's on the main drag kind of, so it won't be hard to find. Oh, cool. Yeah, if anybody wants to go, there'll be some people there like, I think Rob Zadig is going to be there. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a, just kind of a get together before Creighton Villanova. It's kind of to preview the Creighton Villanova game, um, and they just invited some people, so I'm going to go. Yeah, are you going to go to Creighton Villanova? No, I'm going to go home after the event. <laughs> I'm going to drive my truck, yeah, uh, back to the west, <laughs> and uh, enjoy the drive back and get some sleep tonight. Yeah, you better after that, get ready after that for, volleyball game. Yeah, time. and get ready for Nebraska's. National Championship Showdown against Wisconsin. You said 6.30 p.m. on Saturday on ESPN2. Yep. Correct? Yeah. And uh, in, in we've we got to keep fighting the fight to get volleyball a better, more you know, more exposure. All these games were kind of on ESPNU before, obviously, the Final Four last night. And that's a step up. You know, it didn't used to be that. On ESPN. That case. ESPNU, it was, it was on the yeah. big one. No, yeah, last oh, last night, night, night was. Last yeah. night was. And then this last one on ESPN2, which, no problem with that. I just... It, the fact that the, the volleyball was pushed to 9:30. This wasn't on the West Coast. This was in this was in Columbus, Ohio. It was all because of TV time, and that volleyball kind of got pushed back all that way. So 9:30. Still not happy about it. Yeah, 9:30 starts late. I fell asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I got tired. I stayed up, and I'm not. For some reason, I'm not that tired right now. I hope I have this wave of energy all day. Yeah, I'm gonna hit a five-hour energy about nine o'clock. Well, that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do you, uh, how reliant are you on those, dude? Very do reliant. A lot? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm almost one a day. Yeah, yeah. There's if I don't have to work on a day, which is about three times a year, um, I, I, <laughs> I, I won't do it. But I, um, yeah, if it's a work day, I, you know what, I, Bach, I'm, I'm obsessive about it. I, I don't mind sharing my obsession. I will sit down um, and write the. Like if I take the five hour energy at one o'clock, I'll write one to six, and that five hours has got to be big. I mean, I get a lot. You got to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, I get a lot. I get a lot done in that five hours usually. Yeah. Um, if only because I I I train myself that way. If I take a five hour energy, that five hours is going to be wildly productive. Do you crash after those or not? No, really? not typically. Yeah. Um, I I, I it, they're perfect for me because if you got ADD like I do. Um, and most, a lot of people do, um, it helps your focus. It really helps my focus. It keeps me locked in a little bit harder. 
Yeah, I, I haven't. I don't have too much experience with those. Uh... They're, they're, they taste like chalk. Um, That's right. They're horrible. But but if you, <laughs> but if you take them with water, you know, if you, I just take a swig, take a drink of water, take a swig, take a drink of water, then I'm fine. You don't down the whole thing at once. No. No, God, that'd be no. too much. No, I, I sometimes I have, but just, how about uh, Monster Energy drinks? You yeah, do a lot of energy no, drinks? No, no, just no, five hour five energy. Hours, yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the better way to those Monster Energy drinks. Some people drink like four of those a day, and they, then they end You're up in the hospital. For it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not a good combination. Yeah. Uh, let's get into this. I, I yes, just, just looking in the college football playoffs. Of course, uh, now two weeks away, it will be played uh, two weeks from today, I believe, on the thirty first. Uh, how many of those college football playoff teams do you think Nebraska would play within one possession of? Of course, that was the theme for this past year, three and nine, of course, but eight games, one possession, the ninth game against Ohio State, uh, one point away from one possession, all the top 10 teams they played. Do you think that, because I, I just kind of set this up by thinking, and I thought it all year round, Nebraska is not a good team. They usually find a way to lose. They, I mean, that was the theme of the season too, but they're definitely the team you don't want to see in the tournament. Right, it's like a basketball analogy. Uh, when you get to the Big Ten tournament, there's that team that's you know nit bound, had but late you know has pulled off a few upsets. You don't want to see them. They're dangerous if they get hot. I feel like Nebraska could play within one possession of of who all four of those teams. Cincinnati, Georgia's defense was exposed a little bit there against Alabama. Uh, I think Nebraska's offense could give them enough trouble, and nothing on their offense scares me. Um, uh, what are the other teams there? Al- Michigan and Alabama. Michigan, they did. So there's no argument right. there. Um, and Alabama, who is uh, who's kind of getting earlier in the season, before they were the number one overall seed, Alabama faithful was <laughs> uh, was raking uh, Saban against the Coles for one possession wins. I got a question. And they had like four of them. I, I, the one I the one I can't I can't buy into. I'm sorry, Bach, is Alabama. Here's why. What Okay, have you you watched Bryce Young play by any chance? Yeah. What but, if you don't get pressure on Bryce Young, and and then there's Jamison Williams? How many catches is Jamison Williams going to have in that scenario? I'd say 14, 15, maybe seventeen, maybe an up two. Well, it depends. Number. But if you're looking, what it, if you don't get pressure on Bryce Young? If you're getting the Alabama from the Georgia game, it's not going to happen. But Alabama had one possession games with Florida, who was awful. Auburn wasn't very good. Fair. Arkansas was okay. LSU was bad. That's three bad teams, basically. One possession games. I'm just going based off of what I saw this past year where Nebraska could do that with just about anybody. I know Alabama's a different standard, and I and I understand you saying that. If they played like they did against Georgia, no, there's no chance. Nobody's going to beat them. Nobody will beat them in, that tur- in, this, in the tournament or otherwise. I like that you call this a tournament. Well, I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do. The I don't mind it. Playoff. Yeah, I don't mind. I like it's a, it. It's, it's a, a tournament. Sh- it's a short tournament. It's a playoff, but um, it's a, ter- it's a yeah. tournament. Yeah. It is. No, I don't mind that. I like that you do that. But, um, it's a tournament. Yeah, so if you get the best of Alabama, no, it's not going to happen, but tr- typically you haven't been getting the be- This isn't the best Alabama team. That's why I think it's interesting, this this playoffs, um, because they're the number one overall seed, but they're they're not the they're not the the powerhouse Alabama of old. No, I mean Auburn, not this Auburn would agree, and those other teams yeah. would agree with you. Florida inexplicably pushed them to the limit. Yeah, LSU, you're right, no, but I'm uh, I can't I can't get on board with that because of Nebraska's lack of pass rush. I just can't. Um, Bryce Young will carve you up. 
Um, but you could counter pretty easily on this, by the way. Well, C.J. Stroud can cra- carve you up, too. Right. In Nebraska. And, and Ohio State, again, now I'm arguing against myself. Right. Ohio State has probably better receivers than Alabama. Well, they do have better receivers than Alabama, especially with John Mechie hurt. Mechie will not play. That's right. Um, in, the, in the semifinal or the final um, when Alabama makes it. Um, win. Alabama makes it. <laughs> well, um, Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Pac, you're – okay, now I got a question for you then, Pac. Yeah. If we're if, – if you are unequivocal in stating that Nebraska could come within one touchdown of all four national semifinalists, then aren't you unequivoc- unequivocally saying Frost – has this program pointed in the right direction? To a degree. I mean, that's the the, the next. I, I said unequivocally. Well, not unequivocally <laughs> because this 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 conversation maybe was best had before everything that's changed. Obviously, a lot of Nebraska fans. I mean, just the staff. Everything's moving toward next year. So I'm talking about last year's team, and to kind of get break off yes, into a are. larger discussion yes. Yes. is. That this next year's team isn't going to be last year's team. I mean, because you don't have, I would say, and I don't have the exact numbers in front of me how I'd rank them, but maybe eight of your top ten players are gone. Yeah. Now, do you see how confusing all this is, though? Because you are saying this year's team looks like it'll be better than next year's team. Oh, yeah. Except this team was three and nine, and you're thinking seven and five next year. You see, I didn't say I'm thinking seven and five. I said best case scenario, oh, okay. seven and five. So, I am not on the. I don't appre- I'm not, okay, I not say okay. that. Okay. So you don't. You think that it could be rocky still? Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't have a. I mean, Trev Albert. Trev Albert said it himself. There's not a whole lot of numbers that you can put together that point toward this is going it's to hard work. Hard to tell, really. I like the staff that they put together. I don't like the fact, like I said, I think Nebraska missed their opportunity. That was kind of, right. you know, there's certain teams, you know, in Nebraska, yes. unfortunately, where they are fits into that category where you have to take advantage of that big senior class. And this senior class was boosted by a COVID year. Mm-hmm. But, w- I mean, when I tell you JoJo Doman, Cam Jurgens, Austin Allen, Cam Taylor Britt, and Damian Daniels, all those guys could get drafted, right? Yes. When's the last time Nebraska had five guys drafted? Right. I, it's it's just, it's again. There's a lot of when when it comes to these discussions, it's sort of confusing. We're concerned about all the talent leaving a three and nine team. Why? They're three and nine because they play close. Because right. I mean, they, right. yeah, right. That's the that's where it gets kind of confusing. It's right? very confusing. Right. It, it, it's a very kind of layered, weird discussion with Nebraska. But I keep asking everybody this too, and Who's... they and they didn't have. They had seven seniors. Yeah. Seven. Well, super seniors that all left. Yeah. It's a young roster. Yeah. And that's the hope is that some of those younger guys can come in and and fill these roles. But that's a lot of roles to fill. Um, Who's Nebraska's best player in offense, do you think, right now? I mean, it was Cam Juergens. Yeah. Now, the best player on offense right now, I would say it's Vokalek, Ramir Johnson, or Omar Manning, probably. But those are none of those are in all Big Ten category. Not, not right now. Not, not even no, no not, speculation right now. Right I, on defense, who's their best player? Probably Luke Reimer, maybe. Yeah, Reimer or Robinson. Henrik. I think they're Henrik. set up a little bit in the front seven, but uh, Ty Robinson. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Ty Robinson would be in that conversation. Henrik would be in that conversation. Um, 
that corner Newsom would be in that conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, it's now. There's but those, young guys. just none of those guys. I wouldn't shouldn't say none of those guys. Some of those guys on defense uh, might get some All Big Ten oh, yeah, preseason yeah. recognition. But I'm just saying, there's they've lost a lot. Um, it, it's 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 just this was the year to capitalize. I think, and and when we look back, and I yes. think we're going to see that. I think they felt that way in the program. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do. It, the stars didn't align. You had you had the team that you liked in a year when you had a historically <clears throat> difficult schedule, right? There's no doubt. There's no doubt that that was a ridiculously hard schedule, right? Stars didn't really align. Now, I, I mean, the, I'm not. Okay, let's just take. I mean, I'm not resigned to the fact that this team, it, this 2022 team, won't be as talented as the 2021 team. I'm not. Here's. I'll give you an example of why. So we talk about Jurgens leaving. Well, if Jurgens. If they can fortify around the center position, it can be a better line without Jurgens. If they, if you know, it might it might mean going to the transfer portal to get a couple guys. But that's the that's the it, answer everywhere. It's true. It's the transfer. I mean, it's just an uphill battle. I don't I don't think they're going to be as talented overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't even know how you can really say that again. Mm. When's the last time Nebraska's had? I don't know if all five of guys will get drafted, but well, the portal would p- play a big role. <laughs> If it, if it, if yeah. they are better, but also some young guys that we don't know about would have to play a we don't know much about would have to play a big role in it. Um, so I get where you're coming from, but I mean we're talking about a three and nine team. I just don't think you automatically sign off on oh my god we lost a ton of talent from a three and nine team. But the other problem we've talked about it's that's that's like take a step away from the team. What's the problems we've talked about for years? You don't have all Big Ten players. You don't have draft picks. You don't have all Americans. I mean, Austin Allen was all Big Ten. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. Yeah, that, they, mi- they they right. they had them this year. They finally well, put it all together and had at least Joe pieces. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you haven't had an all American since 2014. Right. The last time you were winning nine games. Yeah, I mean, they won in I mean, 2016. You but you got a point. I mean that this is but, that's this was the roster that they needed to score with. I agree with that. They yeah. thought that. I think they within the program they believe that. Yeah. And, and that's why the the whole the close narrative and, and the fun little topic I had, it doesn't really mean much going into next year because that was this team. That was this and team. this next team isn't doesn't look anything like okay, it. Okay, so that's the distinction you have to drive home to people. You're talking about this team being able to hang with all four national finalists. Semifinalists in this case. All four national semifinalists. I'm not again, I will not sign off on Alabama, even though those teams, LSU, Florida, um, Auburn, and one other, played them close. Yeah, Arkansas was pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm not. I just don't think it's a good matchup for Nebraska because of the pa- the lack of pass rush and the fact that they have the Heisman winning quarterback. Again, I know what you could say though. They they handled Ohio State fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Auburn whole, had that's a whole my, yeah. Auburn, Auburn had handled Ar- or had them had them beat. Alabama to like three points in the regulation. Yeah, had yeah. them beat. Had him beat till the end. Inexplicably, yeah. Inexplicably made a mistake late in that game and lost. But hey, yeah, God, that's amazing. What about Georgia? You don't have a you don't have a problem thinking that would be a close game. Well, it's a different conversation because Stetson Bennett doesn't scare you at right. quarterback. Um, they do have the number nineteen that tied in the Brock Bowers. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what he's a, really good. What an animal. But they don't scare you as much at the skill positions. They don't have a Jamison Williams. Yeah. Um, they didn't have a John Mechie. Now, Mechie's out, but again, 
No, Stetson Bennett, the, the lack of pass rush doesn't scare me as much against Georgia uh, because of Bennett. Yeah. Um, but I can and Nebraska, see And Nebraska, look what, what Scott was able to do with that offense against good defenses like Georgia's. Oh, yeah. I mean, he – I mean, the one thing that you – I mean, I know it, it's hard to it's hard to compliment Frost without aspersions being cast your way. But those game plans he had against Michigan, Michigan State, um, Wisconsin, great game plans. I, how could you? How could you disagree with that? even Oklahoma? Where I Oklahoma. know it wasn't even. Yeah. Maybe that's not. They're not lighting the the scoreboard on fire. But that was kind of the point. Great is, game plans. Yeah, and so and that and but that's partially why I think that this you know part of the idea. Some people want to say, well, we'll scrap the offense, rip up the playbook, Mark Whipple's offense in. I wouldn't do that. Scott Frost had a lot of success, especially given the offensive line he had to get a top 25 offense here in here last year. That's that's why this whole thing is so interesting, too, is because exactly. Is, is, I mean, Nebraska needed to blame something on three and nine. And obviously it was at the end of the day, not scoring points, but it's and not, special teams and special teams. Yeah, without a doubt. But what they but special teams didn't really get a, didn't. You know, Mike Dawson didn't get fired. I mean, the special team. What I'm saying is, they what who they ultimately blamed it on was the offensive coaches and Adrian. They're they're all gone. So, but I don't know if that was necessarily the big problem in the program, right? It was scoring in the red zone. Yeah, and it was uh, it was special teams. Yeah, mistakes and and timely conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got. I mean, as much as I defend Adrian, when I think of this season and why it ended up three and nine. What are the first things you think of? I I would tell you this. Where does my mind go when I think, oh, man, they they, they ended up 3-9 and with a pretty good team? Special teams number one, and then Adrian not coming through in the clutch number two, as much as I hate to say it. But it's that's that's where my mind goes. And then I would say inability to stop the run late in the season. Yeah. You couldn't shut shut those teams down late. Wisconsin, um, even Iowa. Um, yeah, your, your defense faltered late in that season a little bit more than I would have expected. Yeah, but at that time too, the the, <laughs> I mean, the offensive coaches were fired. I don't know; it's kind of weird. I thought I felt like the athletic department just kind of bailed on the season before there's two games remaining. Right? That's an interesting. That's well, we could talk about that next time. We <laughs> yeah. well, next time we're together and have a good Bach and forth. Yeah, but coming up next, we got to get to Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. It's the last time we'll talk to him here on early break for until New Year's. So we'll get those playoff predictions like we were talking about. Uh, kind of some interesting uh, notes there. And uh, Lee Sterling, always very good. So he's coming up next here on Early Break with Sip and Jake on 93.7 The Ticket.